Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Fam, what's up? Thank you so much for joining us again on another episode of the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. Super excited to be with you guys again today. Um, as recording time, it is early on a Wednesday morning. Just finished the gym, lots of phone calls. Today, I want to share with you guys on this Coaching with Ken episode, I want to talk about self-assessment. We've been inside of our GSD community. Uh, we've spent the last month talking about self-assessment. And Ken, why is self-assessment so important? Because significant leaders understand that we have a responsibility to leave impact and change for good for the people that we love and the world around us. We have a call and a purpose greater than just going out and moving the revenue needle. Like the revenue needle is very important because I can't pay bills and I can't be a giver and I can't do all the things that God desires for me to do without it. But the reality of it is, is as a significant leader, and this is the first time you're checking out our podcast, I share real quick, I talk about this in my book, also titled As the Leader Grows. The whole premise of that book was a conversation I had 20 plus years ago after one of my, I guess, game-breaking, game-breaker moments in my career coming off of, sta- off of a stage in front of about eight 9,000 people behind the one and only Dr. John Maxwell. When my mentor set me down, she actually spoke after me and she actually set me down the next day at lunch and she said, Ken, do you want to be significant or do you want to be successful? Because they're two vastly different things. See, significant leaders, as Zig Ziglar talks about it, if you help enough people get what they want, eventually, ultimately, you'll get what you want. Significant leaders pour into and help build up those around them, the people on their team, the people in their circle, the people in their corner, so those people can win at levels they've never won at before. Where people who chase success use the people around them so they themselves can win. And usually when we do that, almost 100% of the time we leave a trail of damage behind us. So today I want to talk for the next 15, 20 minutes. I want to talk about self-assessment. We've been spending the last month inside of our GSD community talking about and talking through 12 areas of self-assessment. And today I want to touch on self-assessment in our financial life. And if you're saying, Ken, listen, I, I'm just catching on to your podcast. Guys, number one, thank you for all of you guys that like, subscribe, download. We literally have tripled um, our podcast audience from 1,000 to 2,000 to 3,000 downloads a month right now, literally in the past two and a half weeks. It's been insane how fast it's growing. I want to say a huge thank you uh, to all of you guys that are that are out there and doing that with us and, and, and uh, being a part of this podcast and sharing. I'm super excited about that. So inside of our GSD community, we've been talking about on our coaching call, self-assessment. And today I want to talk a little bit about um, 
the area of our financial life. And I want to hit three areas. So if you've got a pen, paper, if you're driving, again, don't try to do this and, and drive at the same time. I want to talk about three areas today. Number one, I want to talk about your earning. I want to talk about your giving. And then I want to talk about your spending and investing. Your spending and investing. And so, again, just to preface this, why is self-assessment so important? Because we understand as significant leaders, we have a responsibility. We have a call to leave an impact and change for good for the people that we love in the world around us. And so inside of our finances, this is one of the most important areas of our lives because everything literally comes forth from our finances. There's freedom to be able to do and to live out your purpose. There's freedom to be able to give and to be able to be a blessing in other people's lives. And so I want to I want to kick this whole thing off sharing a story with you. And this happened a few years ago when I was pastoring in the Atlanta area. And it was like the week before, a couple of weeks before Easter. As I'm recording this podcast, Easter is this upcoming Sunday. And so I was going through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru and I do this a lot and I love being able to do this. Going through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru and my buddy Bobby was in the window this day and I said, listen, I said, I want to, I want to buy the breakfast of this car that's behind me. I don't even remember what the dollar figure was. It wasn't much, eight bucks, nine bucks, something like that. So I buy breakfast for the person behind me. I, I hand them a little invite card for the church that I was pastoring at the time for the Easter Sunday service. And, you know, I pull on through the drive through. I get my, my minis because chicken minis are, are, absolutely the greatest thing on the planet. If you don't have a Chick-fil-A near you, you need to move to Atlanta. We have one every, uh, you can throw a rock and hit three Chick-fil-A's from anywhere in Birmingham or in Atlanta. But I pull on and a couple, two or three days later, I go back to the Chick-fil-A and I walk in and my buddy's like, dude, you're never going to believe what happened when you came the other day. He goes, when you bought breakfast for the car behind you, it triggered this chain of events, 17 cars in a row bought breakfast for the car behind them. He goes, Ken, we talked about that all day long in in our store. So guys, one of the things and one of the important parts about a self-assessment when it comes to our financial life is it gives us the freedom and ability to be able to give. It gives us the freedom and the ability to be able to be a blessing to other people. And so when we talk about financial life, guys, there's a lot of growth that needs to take place in our lives when it comes to our finances and when it comes to self-assessment. And I I, self-admitted, I'm going to tell you right now, I can't stand handling finances. It drains me. So what do I do? I've got great people around me. I've got my buddy Sulat over in Pakistan who balances my books. I've got another guy in his company who do all of my projections. They handle all the finances. Ken, this is what your budget is. Here's what you've got coming in. Here's what your budget needs to look like in the future. Because when I look at those numbers, it absolutely sucks the life out of me. So I would say this. If you're, if as we talk about our financial life, our earning, giving, spending, and investing, as we talk about this this morning, if it's something that drains you, find somebody that can do this for you so you can stay on top of your finances and be a good steward. So one of the couple things that I've learned about growth is this. Number one, pain births perspective. Write that down if you're taking notes. Pain births perspective. You've got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you've also got to understand that time is limited. 
I don't care if it's in your finances, your physical health, your, you know, your health journey. I don't care what that looks like. If it's in your business, in your relationships, pain births perspective. Listen, you've got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. I did this a couple of years ago in my health journey, and now I'm down almost 80 pounds. So that's the number one thing I've learned about growth. Number two, healthy community breeds accountability. Healthy community breeds accountability. Listen, make it freaking public. Like, make it public. You've got to be able to put it out there in front of everyone. So one of the things I say to people all the time is this, like when I started my health journey, when I stepped on the scale a couple of years ago and that thing said 308 pounds, the very first thing I did, even before I stepped on the scale, one of the first things I did was as soon as I step on the scale, I'm going to take before pictures. I'm going to get my weight. I'm going to set a goal off my weight and it's all going on social media. Why? Because now I am accountable. Listen, it's easy to walk back a goal or a promise that's not public. So healthy community breeds accountability. Healthy community breeds accountability. Listen, if you're not part of our GSD community, you can join 10 days absolutely free. Growstackdrive.com forward slash challenge. It's 10 days of community. I'm telling you the one thing I love about our community is it always breeds accountability. And inside of healthy community, accountability should feel like encouragement. It's not like somebody's busting your ass or getting on you all the time, but literally because they care for you and they see the potential and the purpose that you have in your life, people are constantly holding you accountable. So pain burst perspective. And these are a few things that I've learned about growth. Number two, healthy community breeds accountability, make it freaking public. And then as my good friend, Randy Garn says, it's called UAC, understand, agree, and commit. Understand the goal. Commit, agree. Yes, this is what I'm going to do and then make a commitment. Again, when I said this earlier, it's easier to walk back a commitment that no one knows about. So let's jump into the four financial areas that I want to talk about this morning on self-assessment. Number one is earning. The very first one is earning. Like, what are your goals when it comes to earning? Do you have goals when it comes to earning? Do you have a dollar figure that you want to make every single year. Some of you guys you're like, "Well, Ken, I'm a I'm a W2 employee." It doesn't matter. It really does not matter. Do you have a goal? I love and I've got I've got a goal for people on my team in the next 3 to 5 years. Everybody that works for me inside of GSD, my goal is to help them become a millionaire. Everybody on my team in the next 3 to 5 years, I want them to become millionaires. My good friend, Dr. Bobby Grassi, who is a part of a Redwood Dental uh, group, I think there's a hundred locations now across the country. Bobby is the number one dentist in that entire group. There's, I think it's, I think it's well over a hundred locations. I think it's like 150, 60 dentists throughout those locations. Bobby has himself in one other, I think part-time dentist now. But he's the number one guy. He's in Flint, Michigan, which if I grew up in Pontiac, I tell Bobby, you know, one Flint's the armpit of America. Pontiac's the other one. It's not a very it's not a very fluent area. It's not a very nice area. But yet he has the number one 
revenue-grossing dentist office out of over 100 in Michigan, Chicago area, and in the Atlanta area. He's the number one guy. One of the reasons he's the number one guy is he has goals for every one of his employees. I think he has 15 to 17 employees that work inside of his dental lab and inside of his uh, his his dentist office. But his goal is everyone that works for him will make $100,000 a year. So, Do you have a goal? What is your goal to earn? Then I want you to do this. Understand, agree, and commit. Like if your goal right now, if you're, if you're, if you are a, uh, a 1099 person, if you're a salesperson, if you own your own business, you need to set a goal. Listen, if you aim at nothing, you're going to hit it every time. I want you to set a goal. And as uncle G would talk about, I want you to set a 10 X goal. I want you to set a goal. When you set that thing, you look at it and you go, Oh my God, can I really, can I really pull this off? Because if you set a goal and you know in your heart that you can pull that off, it's not going to be the goal you need to be going after. You need to go after the goal that you look at and you go, man, it scares the absolute bejesus out of me. Like, I'm not sure I can pull this off. So number one area for self-assessment in our finances is going to be our earning. Number two is going to be our giving. What are your goals to give? Do you have goals to be able to give? Is it a percentage? One of the things that, that we did when I was pastoring and married back in 2010 when I planted my church is we had made an agreement that we started at the baseline for a believer, which I believe is, is 10% to be able to return that back to God. God can do more with the 90 than we can the 100. It's called the principle of the first. It goes all the way back uh, the very beginning of, uh, of the Old Testament. And so we, we made an agreement. We said, listen, we're going to start at 10% and every year we're going to give 1% more. So I think by the time we finished pastoring that church, five or six years later, we were, you know, up into 16, 17% was what our giving. I think the last year we were at 19 to 20% of our giving. And you're talking about a household income where we were making probably right at a hundred thousand dollars a year. Now, and let me say this to you real quick. If you don't have goals to give, at where you are right now. Cause a lot of people go, Oh, when I make more money, I'm going to give. No, you won't. You just won't do that. You will not give when you make more money because all that happens is the bills just get bigger. There's more commas and there, there's more zeros. And let me say this to you guys real quick. You are never more like God than when you give. You're like, Ken, I thought this was a business leadership podcast. It is, but I spent half of the last 25 years in full-time ministry. And my faith is super important to me. Our mastermind that we're kicking off in Atlanta next month with some of the most amazing and elite business owners and entrepreneurs around the country is a faith-based mastermind. So I want you guys to understand this. You are never more like God than when you give. Let me say this. I want to share a story with you guys real quick. I shared this on my call a couple of weeks ago, and this is why giving is so important. This was back in about 1990. Seven, 1998. It was in June. I had, I was, had just come off of a 40 day. Actually, I did two back to back fasts. Uh, one of them, it's not really a fast. One of them, I did no sports on TV. So if you knew me 20 years ago, no sports on TV was a pretty freaking big deal. So no sports on TV. And then I did a 20 day Daniel fast. That actually is actually a fast. No meats, no sweets and no breads for 40 days. And so the night that I broke my fast, I was on a youth 
trip summertime with uh, at a big camp with uh, some really good friends of mine, Danny Chambers, my buddy, Tony Elrod. We had, I think I had 150 students in my youth group that went to camp that year. And so I took three or four of my guys, Luke, Edward, David Serencion. Some of these guys were with me and we went to Waffle House. So, and I would also say this, listen, if you're ever on a fast, don't break it at Waffle House. That's not the smartest thing for you to do. So we're at Waffle House and we eat dinner. And this was just a couple months for me personally. This was just a couple months after my wife and I, she was six, six and a half months pregnant with twin sons. And I've got four daughters and we were, this was between Holly and Sir Beth, my oldest and my second oldest. And we lost, uh, she miscarried at about six and a half months with our two boys. We named them Joshua and Caleb. And so I was coming off of a, a pretty difficult two month period. And so we're at Waffle House. It's, I don't know. I, it was midnight when my fast was over. So we were there. It's probably one, one thirty in the morning. And, and, uh, I ordered some food and I got done and she brought me the, the, the check and I had a hundred dollar bill. And I remember my check was like eight, nine bucks or something like that. And I handed her the hundred dollar bill. And I really felt like God said, just tell her to keep the change. Like that's her tip. So I handed this, I handed this server, this girl at Waffle House in Northeast Georgia. I handed her this hundred dollar bill and I said, Hey, keep the change. God wanted me to let you know that he loves you. And she sat at the, she sat at the edge of the table and I'm sitting there with three of my, my, at the time, you know, students, they were all in high school. She sat at the end of the, she stood at the end of the table and she just began to weep and she began to cry so hard. And she looked at me and she said, sir, I don't know you, but I was in the back and I was telling God, she had an electric bill or a gas bill or something that was due the next day. And it was like 60 or 70 bucks. And she goes, I did not have it. And they were going to turn off my utilities tomorrow if I didn't have it. And I was back in the back and I asked God, God, if you're real and you love me, send somebody in here tonight that can help me with this utility bill. So guys, when I say that you're never more like God, when you give, you're not, and you have to be sensitive and you have to set goals in your giving, just like you do in your earnings, set goals in your giving. Listen, there is nothing more exciting, fulfilling, fun than when you can do. I've shared two stories with you guys, just simply going through the waffle. I mean, the Chick-fil-A drive through line, buying for a car behind me, and then that sparking a chain reaction of random acts of kindness where 17 people buy for the car behind them. I mean, literally, I walk in two days later and the, and the Chick-fil-A is still a buzz about what happened. You can affect people in a positive way through your giving. So this girl standing at the edge of the table, into the table, she's, you know, and she's crying. Just, I mean, she's, she is sobbing. She couldn't believe how good God was for her. And so we had an opportunity to ask her about a relationship with Christ. And we had an opportunity to lead her to Christ and pray with her that night. And then she says this to me, she goes, Ken, she goes, it's been a very, very hard last two or three months. And she had a young child that died. I, th- I think that, I think it was a, a little boy, obviously a little boy, a little girl, but I think it was like two or three years old. She didn't say what happened. And so what was I able to do? I was able to walk her through my journey over the past two months of what had happened in my life and how we had lost our two sons. And I was able to just to minister to her and and pray for her and speak peace over her life. And it was a God moment, but it started with my giving. And if I don't have goals and I'm not intentional in my giving, I cannot experience moments like that. Guys, that's been 22, 23 years ago. And when I talk about it, it still gets me fired up. It still gives me goosebumps. It still makes me, it still makes me tear up. So 
When we talk about assessment, assessment in our finances, four areas, earning, giving, spending. Number, number three is my spending. So here's what I want to ask you. I want to ask you this question. Do you track your spending? Do you know what's going out? The one thing that I love about Grant Cardone, love him, hate him, whatever. The one thing I love about Grant, he says, the first thing I do in the morning when I walk in my office is I check my money. I look at my money. Is it going up? How am I? What am I spending? What am I bringing in? And is my balance going up? Am am I gaining wealth and am I gaining money every single day? So one of the things when it comes to your spending, if you're not tracking it, if there's not a pain point in you looking at your bank balance every day and following your budget, listen, you're, you're going to spend too much money. It's a proven fact that when you use a piece of plastic, a debit card or a credit card or Apple Pay versus spending cash, when you spend cash, scientists have proven it actually does, it's painful for you to let go of that cash. So do you track your spending? So number one on your spending, do I track it? Number two is the first money I spend on myself. What are you doing to invest in yourself? And that takes me right into that last area of assessment, and that's investing. Are you investing in yourself? And let me say this to you guys, and some of you guys need an affirmation wrapped around this truth. You are your best investment. You are your best investment. Here's what I want you to do. If you're in the car right now, driving down the road, you're like, Ken, you're crazy. Yes, yes, I am. I want you to look in the rearview mirror, like maybe when you're stopped, preferably. I want you to look in the rearview mirror and I want you to look at yourself and you say, I am my best investment. Come on. I am my best investment. Are you investing in yourself? Are you investing in your growth? I tell people all the time, that people that get connected inside of our GSD community, which is you know a couple coaching calls a week, all of our courses online, mindset strategy, leadership development, all of our digital content, so our create conference, all of the masterminds that we've done in the past year, five live events with people like John Maxwell, Jesse Itzler, Ed Milet, Randy Garn, Jen Gottlieb, Sharon Lecter, Greg Reed, Carlos Reyes, Anthony Trucks, Jeff Finster. I could go on and on and on about the people that we've had. So those, you get that, and then you get access to our private Facebook community, which is phenomenal for building relationships and getting connected with people and helping you get in rooms or get around people who think bigger than you do. So are you investing in yourself? Again, I want to make an offer to you absolutely free today on our As the Leader Grows podcast, and that's to take advantage of our Crush 10 Challenge. It's 10 days of our coaching You get an email every day. You get access to my grow course, which is a course on crushing limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs like fear, insecurity, scarcity, comparison, shame, and success. You get access to that. Our coaching calls, you get access to our community absolutely free for 10 days. Growstatdrive.com forward slash challenge. You can hop on there and do that absolutely free. So when I talked about scarcity being a limiting belief, how do I know if I struggle and this, this ties directly to your earning, giving, spending, and investing. How do I know if I struggle with the, with the, a limited belief like scarcity? Two things that people who struggle with scarcity do. Number one, when they earn money, they do one of two things. When they earn money, number one, they either spend it all or they save it all. 
They either spend it all or they save it all. They don't have a plan. They don't have goals. They don't have a vision for what they want to do with their money. So I would encourage you guys as a significant leader, someone who understands we have a responsibility to leave impact and change for good for the people that we love in the world around us. So in this assessment section today, we're talking about finances, our earning, our giving, our spending, and our investing. Understanding the couple things that we've learned about growth. Pain brings perspective. Sometimes you got to get sick and tired of getting sick and tired. Number two, healthy community breeds accountability. When you make a goal, make it public. Like put it out there on your social media. Let, you know, do a group text with five or six of your friends and go, hey, here's my goal. I did it. We just did it a couple months ago. Me, Randy Garner, my good friend Brent Go. We've got an event in Atlanta, July the 7th. Uh, Move the needle multiplier. It's geared around the four quadrants of health. My good friend, Gary Brecca, my good friend, Dr. Alec Trevetti, a top NLP doctor. And then my good friend, Rob Kelly, one of the top alcohol addiction doctors in the world, also an NLP doctor. We're going to come in and we're going to talk about how to get the four areas of our health to optimum levels. And so in this, in this, in this journey, I'm like, you know, I'm down 75, 80 pounds. I'm like, you know what? I've got another 25 to 30 pounds I need to lose to get to my ultimate weight, uh, which is going to be right over a hundred pounds or right at a hundred pounds that I've lost total. And so I made an agreement with, with uh, Randy and with Brent. Hey guys, when we get ready for this event on July 7th, I'm going to drop this last 30 pounds and I'm down about six, uh, six, seven pounds. I ate a bunch of fries and chicken tenders last night. So I may be down about four or five now, but, but put, make that goal. Public And then those four areas, earning, giving, spending, and investing. Number one, do you have goals for your earning and your giving? Set a goal. Set an intention on what you want to earn. Set an intention on what you want to give. And then on your spending, do you track it? And is the first money I spend on myself? Because I am my best investment. So anyway, guys, I hope this helps you today. It's always an unbelievable pleasure. It blows me away. Literally last week, I was just looking at my notes. Two weeks ago, we hit 1,000 downloads. Last week, we hit 2,000 downloads. And already in like four days, we're already over 3,000 downloads. Our podcast is growing. Um, thank you so much for uh, being a part. Obviously, we're adding value. We've got some great guests coming up. We've created a, a top 100 list of, of podcast guests with some some very uh, amazing guests and amazing people that we're going to be bringing on soon. We drop these episodes every Monday, Coaching with Ken, and then every Wednesday, I drop an episode with a guest. So I would love it if you would share this. Share it with a friend. If this is added value to you, share it with a friend. Subscribe download, and then if you would, go and leave us a five-star review. Again, guys, we love at Growstat Drive helping business leaders build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'll see you in a couple days with, a, with an unbelievable guest. And again, if you would love to be a part of our Growstat Drive community free for 10 days, take our challenge, growstatdrive.com forward slash challenge. Love you guys. Go crush it today. Thanks for tuning in to the As The Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. 
Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.